Official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport, but together at WinBet, Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive with Bart Scott and Brian Baldinger, the fellas here together inside the studio. Thanks for listening throughout the year. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Also, bang that like on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Fellas, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, EA, Bart. Yeah. Happy New Year. 2024. 2024, here we go. Any resolutions? Nah, I don't do those. How about you, Baldy? Health and wealth. That's all I, I ask for. Yeah, I mean, I ask for the same thing every year, basically, in one way or the other. Just keep giving me healthy. Like, let me go up and down the steps, you know, without a cane. Like, you know, the basics. Okay. Yeah. So health and wealth. We know you got one of those. Well, health is wealth. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. How about the squatting plan? Hmm? Squatting plan for you. Exercise. Squatting. Ah, yeah. Well, this is a part of the year I, I, I look for because it's, it's a dead part of the year. So you get opportunity to kind of do, address the things that you've always wanted. I, you know, I plan on uh, picking up um, the guitar. You know, really? Yep. You know, so I'm going to do the guitar. and then I'm Play a little country music. Yeah, picking, you know what I'm saying? Picking a little, a little country. A little Randy Travis. <laughs> That's you know something what I'm saying? I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. Well, I, I always felt that a man isn't whole until he has a nonverbal way of communicating. And I okay. can't sing. So you take the guitar over the piano or over the drums? Yeah, work? just the bass is just Because you look like you could be a decent drummer. Yeah, but the bass is just funky though. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. The All bass right. is the drum yeah. right. of the strings. In yeah. my opinion. Okay. The rhythm and the Fair enough. You know I mean, I, I think about all those, you know, being a Motown baby, I think about all those. Yo, that was deep doom, right there. Doo -doo, a little smoky. Baldy, how about you? You're all in football right now, but have have you planned any vacations coming oh, yeah. up once a season? Yeah, I'll be diving. Over? I'll be diving with some reef sharks in Belize. Oh wow! I'll be living in Costa Rica. <laughs> My buddy's got a house down there right now, so I'll be in Costa. I've been invited out for this uh, football camp in Maui. Um, oh, you know, wow. to, to to coach and teach a little bit. So I'll be out there, and you know, there's always like two or three destinations unknown that yeah. are just going to pop up. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I got a passport, we'll travel. Let's go. Man, I love it. Okay, so let's talk Jets. How about resolutions for the Jets, starting with you, Bart? Protection, protection, protection. You know, for me, it's all about going out and getting the best offensive line that you can put together. I'm talking about, you know, they may need five new guys in this building. I like Carter Warm. I see he's scrappy. I think we really hit on Tipman. I mean, it's unfortunate that you continue to lose Vera Tucker. He has to change that narrative about not being able to stay healthy. I would love to see him go back to left guard and just be where he's – and stay at one spot and become the most dominant left guard in all of football. I understand that, you know, they flirt with the right tackle and all that stuff with his athleticism. But I'd rather him play what he came to the NFL and intended to play and build around that because I love the fact between him – and Tipman right next to each right. other in each other's ear, leaning with each other and talking to each other and build it on the way out from there. You know, so that means going out and drafting a, a offensive tackle and hopefully we can find a Tristan Wirth, a guy that's ready to contribute week one. Um, and then go out in free agency. You know, some you know, the Jets, when you look at it, are the only team without a high price lineman. Right? We we talk about you know, you go to anyone, whether you go to Ravens, Ronnie Stanley, you go to Miami, Armstead, you go, you know, out to, uh, you know, the Chargers. Everybody has a $100 million guy. You know, Trent Williams. Yeah, Trent Williams. Everybody has a guy, okay. right? You look at the Lions. It's time for the for the Jets to get a guy. You know, like you, when you look at the old formula, they drafted Mango, they drafted DeBrickershaw, they went out and spent money on Woody and Fanica, mm -hmm. right? And then they developed Brandon Moore. They they need to go with that same pay to draft to. 
So that's got to be music to your ears. Oh, totally. This guy's talking about nonverbal communication, being whole as a man, and then he's singing the tune yeah, of... That's primal. Yeah, yeah but, but he, line is primal. Like, I mean, all you have to do, I mean, this is, it never changes, honestly. You know, you're building the trenches. Um, obviously, they put a lot of resources in the defense line, and it's, and it's paid off. But, you know, they can't keep these guys healthy. And the great offensive lines, like, they literally line up with the same guys every week. Uh, for the most part. Mm. And so you look at the teams going to the playoffs right now, and you look at their offensive lines. You look at Dallas and what they have. You look at Philly, what they have. You look at San Francisco. You look at the Rams and why they've turned things around. They fixed their offensive line. Detroit. They drafted Avila. You know, they they got Dotson. Um, they've developed Alaric Jackson. I mean, they, but they've they fixed it. Stafford's got protection. He's got time. We just saw it against the Giants on Sunday. Um you you've got to you've got to get that. You look at Cleveland and the stability they have for Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe wouldn't be successful here, right now, with what the the changing of the lines every week and the injuries that they've had. But behind Wyatt Teller and Ethan Posick and Batonio, like mm-hmm. he can play his game. That's a key point there because yeah. all situations are not the same. Because right. I think people are seeing Flacco's success now. And and going back in time, right. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, Monday morning quarterback, you know what I'm saying, environments matter, right? And we can we can continue to exercise and go to the Detroit Lions who may have arguably the best out mm-hmm. of the bunch, right? Mm-hmm. And we talk about the years, you know, deciding to go with Sewell and not, you know, go with the sexy pick and, you know, going with him when they had the opportunity because they knew they had to build a foundation. Like, you know, Having to have not having an offensive line is not having a basement, not having a rebar underneath. You know, if a storm comes, the house ain't gonna stand. As long as it's sunny, it's all good. But the eyes of it stand sunny is never, never uh, uh, a good um, remedy to think of. You know, my mom really enjoys all your phrases. Yeah. She, she talks about them all over the years. My Bartisms. Yeah, Bartisms. No, no, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, she's been talking about those for a long time. Let's further. This conversation about resolutions, additional resolutions for the Jets heading into 2024, Baldy. Well, I think the quarterback situation is obviously the story here. Mm. And, you know, whatever Aaron Rodgers' long-term plans are, are fine. But they need a quarterback, period. I mean, if, if Aaron plays one more year, if he stays healthy and you go to the playoffs, great. You, you're going to need a quarterback, period. And you got to get the position fixed. Yeah. And so, if you're going to fix the offense line, you got to you have to have the long term answer. If you look at say say Jordan Love, like I think he's a long term answer in Green Bay. Now we got to find out, we got to see, but he looks the part. He sat there for three years, and he got his chance, and he's played he's played pretty well in some games, excellent. Um, I mean that's just one example, but you need to develop a guy. Yeah. No, no matter who the coach is here, whatever Aaron Rodgers' future is, you got to find a quarterback. That's that that position is not going to go away. Aaron is a stopgap. That's the way you have to look at it. But you've got to, and this is a good draft for quarterbacks. You got to find that guy. I mean, if San Francisco didn't find Brock yeah. Purdy, we wouldn't be talking about the 49ers at all right now. They missed on Trey Lance. They missed. Yeah. Um, Garoppolo was a stopgap guy, you know, because of his injury history. And he did all that he could. And they built a team around him, which was good, you know. And all teams should continue to build. But they found Brock Purdy. However they found him, they found him. Um, But you've got to find that guy. It's crazy because when you look at the landscape, I think the Jets have to do two things. Okay. Right? They have to bring in a – which is going to be, I think, the most competitive 
free agency is going to be for the backup quarterbacks. When you think about Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, uh, Dobbs, you think about all the guys that have played well and some of the starters that's going to become potential backups. I don't know what Russell Wilson's fate's going to be, you know, after this season with Tyrod Taylor. Like the high-end guys, because the odds are when you look at the fate of a lot of these teams, it's been based on how good their backup Mm -hmm. quarterback was, Mm -hmm. right? So I think it's going to be a run at those guys. But the Jets also need to be able to get a guy that maybe is going to have a red shirt year, right? And, and, And hopefully in two years he's ready to go. But when you think about that in drafting, then that limits you because a lot of these guys that are coming out in college are old as hell because we, we're dealing with the COVID uh, yeah. kids, right? The, the people super who seniors. Got, yeah, the super <laughs> seniors that got granted, that got granted like extra uh, you know, eligibility, yeah. yes. right? So now, you know, I, I don't know how old the kid is from Florida State, but if I'm the Jets and I got to give up two future twos, like give up my next two twos, mm-hmm. I'll do that because he's not going to be ready to play because of the, the the injury. He's going to be having a rehab year, and what better person to learn than behind you know uh, a guy like Aaron Aaron Rodgers and say, "Hey, man, in two years this will be your team." But also by you getting this guy in the second round, you're not investing too much upfront, you know, signing bonus money. But also, you know, you you he'll he's going to hit the market a little earlier because you only have his rights for four years. So you know. Year three, you'll get a chance to see what his worth is. And I look at a guy like that that had his team undefeated in 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 you know in, in a power five conference and say, hey, maybe this guy can be a guy that we can strike gold with. And maybe just maybe people will overlook him, you know, for the time being, and you can slip into the second round and be able to and be able to get a guy like that. You mentioned Rogers about potentially being a stopgap. The way he's talking though, and we talked about it. Two last years week, is still a stopgap. It, what if he plays three? No, that's it's still a stopgap. Like, like you talk when you talk about transition, hand of the baton. You're talking about do I have my quarterback position locked up for the next five years? No, no, I, and I completely agree with that. But my point on this is, when you're looking at the off season, you can't get one of those top quarterbacks early if you want to address the offensive line. It feels like a kind of either. So this is going to be a great year okay. for offensive tackles. This might be the best draft for offensive tackles we've seen in a long, long time. This is going to be probably be three, four taken in the top 10, 12 picks. I mean, it's just the way it's going to fall. And you can't – like, if Aaron Rodgers is going to say, get me one of those guys. Mm. I mean, not that he's making Joe Douglas's decision. But it's you, but you, you, if you have a chance in one of these top quarterbacks or an offensive tackle, like, that's a debate. Honestly, like, you need to tackle. No question about it. Yes. Aaron Rodgers needs a tackle. The Jets franchise needs needs a franchise tackle. Um, so, but if one of these quarterbacks are there, like that debate is going to rage for four months. Well, we, we talk about you know um, what is it, Les Snead, mm-hmm. F them picks, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you 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 talk about that. That's because the future is now. So and, and you think this is where the Jets are at twenty? Yeah, the future is now. Yeah, so yeah. like you you pay you pay the credit card bill later. <laughs> Right. But you buy, buy, buy. Right. I don't care if it costs you next year's first, next year's second or whatever. Like you say, you you can get both. You can you can you can you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Right. You can go out and say, hey, I'll give somebody like at the bottom there. When you get to the bottom of that draft, it's going to be guys that are looking to to buy assets. Right. To get assets, you know, or their team are pretty set. Remember, because they just went to the Super Bowl. Right. right? Especially if they're in great uh, salary cap uh, health. 
And you got to you got to say, hey, man, listen, I'll give you next year's two or something like that. You got to be creative in how you go address all the problems and issues you have. And the, and the problem is the Jets don't have a lot of issues. You know, what I mean, the offensive line is the issue. Mm. Like, I don't think if the Jets rolled out the same defense that they rolled out this year, they'll be fine. And the defense would be better than it was next year just simply because they have a competent offense that allows them to play the way that they were built. So, listen, it may cost you a guy like Bryce Huff, right? That's just the reality of it. You got to try and be young at some position. You you draft a McDonald, hope that he can have the same growth. You see it it, down there with Baltimore. They they had to let some veterans go. Um, Justin Houston had his best year, but they had to say, hey, Owe and Ojobu gives us the best chance, and they're cheap. Mm. So now that that allows us to give our quarterback a, a half a billion, a billion dollars, whatever they gave Lamar <laughs> Jackson, and we can go out and overpay for Odell Beckham. Yeah. Right? So now it's about stacking the and deck. And a great draft. You have, of, listen, nobody would, nobody, well. would, nobody would care about the future of, of uh, the Jets if they win the Super Bowl. They, they, yeah. They'll give them a pass. Like, nobody cares if they don't have any first-round picks in 2025, <laughs> 2026. Nobody will no. care. Yeah. Like, we got it It's done. about today. It's about yeah, today. Exactly. And but, you, but you know, like, with the, to the Rams' credit, going back to the playoffs again, they have struck gold in the P- third oh, rounds, the second rounds. Cool. Oh, like, you know, Steve Avila. crazy, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, this Byron Young, Kobe Turner, like, all these young guys that are playing. Puka Nakua in the fifth mm. round. Like they have struck, and it's been it's been going on now under less need, knowing that all right, we're not having first rounders. We can't. They've never had a first rounder yeah. on their offensive line, never. Yeah. But they put their offensive line together, and then they find Puka, they find Cooper Cup, they find Kyron Williams in the fifth round. Right. See, like, they they have struck gold yeah. in the lower rounds. Yeah, you 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 do that when you know you don't got the pick, so you don't even go. You're not you don't even, even you don't play. You go to parts unknown. You don't even evaluate those guys. <laughs> right, right. Like somebody else take. Them. We're right, not gonna. Right. You we're go not getting them. You go on parts unknown, so the people that usually fall through the cracks, you get all the good crumbs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like when you when you, when you think your your friend, you take your French fries out and you eating, and you look, oh man, I got a couple more, and you get get. <laughs> you know, I got five more Mickey 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 D's right, fries. Right you know at the saying? bottom of the right bag. Right at the bottom. You know what I mean? Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. Yeah, and it speaks to development too, right? Because I, I think a lot of times... But, you know, but, 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 but before you get carried away, like they, the, 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 way that the reason why they were able to even do this, they got Stafford. They got Stafford in his prime. Yep, the guy yeah. can still wing it as well as anybody in this business. Yep. Now, let's protect him. We struck gold with Puka. We didn't know that. Nobody knew that he would be, you know, this good. But, you know, they drafted him. But they have a quarterback that knows how to throw him open, get him the ball. They got a, a competent, you know, obviously head coach that knows how to call plays, design offense. But they, had, they, they fixed the quarterback position. They said Jared Goff got him to a Super Bowl. He's not good enough. We, we have another guy out there. We're going to give up some assets, but we're going to make that position even better. Yeah. I know it looks far away at times, and it certainly has against the Bills here late in the year, against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. against the Browns. But to your point before, you put Rodgers on the field, 
that impacts not only the offense but the defense yeah. because you're even if you're not scoring the football you're moving the ball. You're putting your team in different situations. Yeah. You're making teams have to, you know, you're flipping the film with, with, with the punter and the kicker. Hmm. You know, you talk about special teams is, you know, the third of the game. We got that pretty solid here. Oh, my God. You know, so you talk about, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, if he gets the team to the 40, we, the team might have to go 90 because we're pinning them in the inside because he's so great, you know, Morzad and, and, and um, you know, angling and, and getting the ball inside the 10 and 20 yard line. So you talk about just being able to flip the field and not turn the ball over, right? Aaron Rodgers historically has one of the best, you know, turnover, you know, touchdown to interception ratio in the history of football. It is the best. So, so it said, well, okay, I'm sorry, the best. I apologize. <laughs> not one of the best, the best. I was just saying, it's right? number one, but, man. But so, you know, you go out, you address the number two wide receiver position that allows you to let Lazard be in his natural spot, a, a guy that you know can block and, and, and get the third guy out there and, and, and be able to be a red zone. Everything's target. better, Bart. Everything's yeah. better. The defense plays with the lead. Like let those guys just go, turn yeah. them loose. Like everything changes. He ate to your point. His war is at least three wins. Yeah, and that's what you said last yeah, week. His war is at least three wins. Like he's going to win you three simply from doing special stuff, whether it's last-minute drives, whether it's, you know, coming back and, you know, making big plays or something like that. So you just stack you just stack a three on there, and that's the baseline. All right. Let's focus on this week mm-hmm. for a moment. Jets-Patriots closing the season. Neither team's going to the playoffs. We know that. Old rivalry. Patriots have won the last 15 regular season games in the series. Robert Sala has always emphasized – finishing to his guys but what do you make of the landscape here not only with the Jets but with the Patriots people are talking about Bill Belichick is he back next year also they're in an interesting draft position you guys are talking about quarterbacks I'll tell you what if the Patriots get a competent quarterback they should be a very good team next year as well well I mean I think Bill Belichick has always had a special spot to beat the Jets Hmm. I mean he just had I mean Rex came in here he said what he said right away you know, and so, like, there's just certain – I mean, it's a division game. And in Bill's speech, it's, you know, it's the next game. It's the most important, all that stuff. But there is a special spot to beat the Jets when you're a New England Patriot and you're Bill Belichick. I mean, the drafts, the draft position, I never worry about that. Honestly, like, you you can't predict what's going to happen anyways in the draft in, in the beginning of January. You you try to win games. That's what players are built to do. That's what we're trained to do. We're trained to win games. Fans can talk about draft position. That's their job. Our job is to win games. Yeah. And they need to win a game. It'd be it'd be interesting, right, when you think about it, because I believe if New England wins and Washington can slide into that spot. And, you know, they, they believed in Sam Howell, right? And they they try to tell us that he was the future. They moved on from Heineke. They didn't, you know, they didn't go out and try and get you know aggressive for Jimmy G or or, or uh, Derek Carr. Hmm. So, but it's going to test them, right? It's going to test them. If, well, when, when if they you don't get that Drake position Nate. right, everybody gets fired. They're right. going to clean house. Well, I think they're going to clean house anyway. Yeah, they're going right, to clean. Right. So I wonder, you know, when you think about it, will they go for? Because Sam Howell is their guy. May not be the new regime's guy. That's right. Oh, of course. And, you know, so like, you know. I mean, Josh yeah. Harris is a new owner. Like, yeah. there's going to be a new regime in there all the way top to bottom. And why wouldn't you just start fresh? Right. So, what so if, if, if you have a guy that's a right. legitimate guy to build around. So that's, so, that's, so that's what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to, like, New England win the game. It, it, that's how dramatic it gets. Because I think we say that 
it's, you know, Caleb and Drake May, and then it's a little drop-off. So I wonder, like, the difference. But if you look at the, the teams at the top of the draft, if you look at Chicago picking number one, Carolina, like, I don't think they're going to move on from Justin Fields. I think they're going to okay. keep him. Okay. But, like, I don't know. That, that's a conversation the Bears got to have. Build I mean, around a rookie quarterback. Three, let three, number, go. three number ones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, three number ones. Yeah, number. they could be but solid. You could, have, yeah. you could have the teams at the top of the draft. Neither one of them are going to take, might not take a quarterback. So these yeah, guys of course, Arizona's drop. going to take Marvin Harris, right? Mm. So that, that spot's for sale. Right. But I, I'm, I'm laughing because, right, when you look at it, if you're, if you're Chicago and Justin Fields, you probably can get a, 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 a one, a late one from somebody. I, like I Atlanta. Love, I, I, I would, I would if love I was Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I would love to see him in Atlanta, right? Me too. If you can get like a mid-pick for, for Justin Fields. He's you're, going you're pretty, back home. Yeah, you're pretty much set. But if you're Chicago – and Caleb Williams becomes a baller. Not, oh, yeah. only, not only did you pass on Caleb Williams, you passed on C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Like, do you really want to be known After as passing the on Mahomes. Right. Yeah. Would you want to be the organization that they passed on? They took Trubisky on, over yeah. Mahomes. Would you want to be the organization that passed on Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud, and people who we talk about reminds of Mahomes and Caleb Williams? Yeah. Do you really want that on your organizational That's, resume? That, that is your resume. That is the resume. Like we're just long suffering, right? Just so, continue to suffer, and, and we and we were in prime position to fix it. So I don't know. Like Justin Fields is a, well, like, I, like I go on all these talk shows in Chicago. We've been debating this forever. I love <laughs> Justin Fields. Like yeah. I think he's here to stay, okay. and he's only getting better. But if you get a chance to build around a rookie quarterback in Caleb, and you got the number one pick, and you could take him, and you could get something for Justin plus what you had last year, and now you have four years to build this team with a rookie contract to build this thing into a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's a lot more attractive if Caleb or Drake or whoever is the guy yeah. and you got it right. Because the Bears, I'm like, hey, it, you can you can, you can can trade down with the second pick that you have, and if you trade Justin, Justin Fields, they can have three first-round draft picks, trade down and get three, three I mean, twos. They, they could be the entire draft. It is – a franchise-altering choice. For yeah. Them. Uh, bottom line, it's, they'll be the team to watch here in the offseason. But 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 also that's what I'm saying. If you're the Jets, and one of those quarterbacks fall, like what do you do? You know, some people had Penix out of the first round. Not anymore. But I think he's going to play well against yeah, Michigan too. Yeah. But, but so so if Penix is there, yeah, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave, I know you need a tackle. Mm. <laughs> But <laughs> well, okay, so we're gonna, <laughs> gonna have plenty of time to talk about this in the off season. But this, I mean, you can buy what else you need. You can buy like you you can overpay for whatever you need. Like say, hey, Aaron, hey, we we'll give up next year's for for Devonte Adams, and then we'll go out and we'll just blow blow all our money on on Austin, Pete, and, and Dotson, and bring mm-hmm. you, you bring you two guys in. This guy's gonna dive into the film shortly on all these top college prospects. I have a tough time right now because from afar, not studying the tape, I like all those three quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Caleb is a special. Well, what about special, a kid from LSU? Well, okay. Yeah, he's little. Yeah. yeah, he brings another dimension in terms of being a dual threat. But, you know, it, here's it, the thing. Like, we're going to, you know, once next Monday ends and the college football's over. The awards are going to come out. But, but it's, there's a four-month – I mean, when Cam Newton came out, they, they, they tried to strip him and – like, say all the things Lamar he couldn't Jackson, do. Josh Allen. I'm all these guys, right? So, you know, 
we're going to go through this. They, they all go through the car wash in the process, and yet we we still don't get it right. Yeah, like you're still going to get some of these guys wrong. Oh, no matter yeah. what we think about them now or what we say they can't do. Like, I just remember the draft reports of Mahomes. Like, his mechanics won't work in the NFL. Like, that's that was what everybody said. Look at this kid. And, you know, Gruden knew he was the best quarterback. And, you know, Sean Payton knew he was the best quarterback. And, obviously, Andy Reid knew right. he was the best quarterback. Well, we have a guy that's probably going to win his second uh, MVP yeah. at the age of 26. Right. And Ozzy and, was the only one yeah. that said. And they want they wanted him to run a 40 to see if he could play receiver. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Uh, and they traded back at the end of that first round to take Lamar. Right. And that was Ozzy's last pick. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going to leave you in good hands. Mm-hmm. He was an amazing college player. And he's turned into a yeah, special. He was a high school, he won the high oh, as yeah. a junior, then went in and showed that he can throw from the pocket. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-Q for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. And then people would still doubt it. Yeah. So, Jets this weekend. What's it like? You talked about playing between those white lines. What's it like lining up or getting ready for that last game? I'll, I'll tell you a story. Okay. I, I was in Philadelphia, and we won the division. We, we clinched the division in week 16. We had to play the Giants in week 17. So I'm, I'm out there. We're, we're playing our guys. We're getting ready. And the Giants are out of it. And I'm I'm just drilling this linebacker for the Giants. I won't mention his name. <laughs> and by the second quarter, he's looking at me going, dude, Baldy, come on, man. Like, I got a tee time on Wednesday. I, I'm making a tee time now, uh, all right? Like, some guys' bags are packed. Yeah. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> if, if you think they're professional or not. Some guys' bags are packed. They're ready to go home. They just are. And there's yeah. some guys, like, they're just banshees. They can't wait to play another football game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not about coaching or leaders. It's just it's just the, the end of the season. Yeah. Some yeah. guys will approach it totally. The preparation. The end of anything. Yeah. Right? The end of in anything. school. In, in, in last yeah. day of work. <laughs> <before> vacation. <laughs> we, we all experience this. Yes. But what's your reaction when you're popping a guy in the mouth you're driving them back. I'm laughing. You are? I'm laughing. Like, I'm look, it's week 17. The game is meaningless. There's a lot of meaningless games this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? There just is. And so you're, you're playing out the string. Like, we're going to the playoffs next week. we got a wild card game. We don't know who we're going to play yet. But, like, I'm laughing with him. Like, I respect the guy. He's been a great player. Like, it's not like he's – like cat, like he's just quit. He's just like, come he's on, man. Like, Why are you man. going so hard, man? I ain't trying to go hard. Why you <laughs> so, so you played in the postseason a lot. Yeah. When you're in that final game and you're not playing the week after or the week after, if you have a bye. Yeah. What's that like? I, you know, you you want to make sure that you finish strong, right? Because you know, some of the worst playoff runs I've ever had was when we were the number one seed. Because, like, you get rusty, and another team has already been in desperation mode because they got to play to get in. Yeah. You know, like, you heard Lamar talk about it. Like, I don't know. It takes a mature crowd and group to be able to handle, like, prosperity because yep. and, and, you, you naturally just relax. So now, you know, you get there, and in the, in the playoffs, like, things happen so fast. It's you a fall, different you, speed. You fall behind, and it's like execution is like – it's almost like the first game of the season. But – it's different because you have you have intel, 
So, like, you know what teams do. You know who's who. Like, you know, beginning of the season, like, you don't know what this this iteration of this organization or this team's going to look right. like. But so, so now, much so, so now, So now you're sitting there and yeah. you just – Guys are in desperation mode, but they're studying you too. Like they know, you know that you know if they beat you, they they they're seeing you, and you kind of sitting down, relax. But they're in this desperation mode, then they come on, they jump. If they jump on you, that's why when you think about the runs that we had to the AFC Championship, we go and we go play the number one seed, and we jump on them immediately, and they're like, whoa, 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 what? They they jacked them on Mountain Dew because we're already in the. The speed of the, of the postseason gave. and the speed of the, of the, of the postseason yeah. is played. At every a, game from late in the yeah. year was a playoff, game. but it's played at a higher speed. Yeah, right. So then you know teams that just get into it for the first time and a team that's already been in it, like they, it takes them a quarter or so to catch up to the speed, right? In the desperation. So I always prefer to like play during the wild card. I know it's harder because your body may not be able to hold up because you lose all your freshness and if guys get injured, but. I, I always look at these like the San Francisco's of the world. It's about styles make fights, right? You know, they could play, who knows, maybe Philly gets their stuff together and then they have to play Philly their first game out. And Philly has all the tools and capabilities and the personnel mm. to play at a high level or 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 Dallas, right? Well, they Dallas won't play seven, one and two seed, but, you know, it's some dangerous, like if the Buffalo Bills get in, you know what I mean? It's some dangerous season there. And, and the Buffalo wins and Miami drops down, then Miami's playing the number one seed. That's a dangerous seed because they they can clearly be a number two. It gets it gets yeah, weird. That, so Styles make fights in the postseason. Yeah, that game Sunday night. Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo can be the two seed if they win. They can be, they out, can be, of the out. Play, they can be out of the playoffs if yep. they, they lose. The Bills win. Maybe Miami's playing at Kansas City. There's an opportunity – for Buffalo I'll say, to- just watch this though. Like, there's something about kid Miami kids that go back to Miami to play. Like, you watch James Cook in this game. He's a Miami kid, obviously. Um, you you put that kid on that field in that weather mm. in January, like, and all his homeboys are in the stand. Like, there's something about it. You talk to Dalvin, man. Like, these guys going back to Miami. I remember one time I was doing a Cowboy game, and Emmett Smith was going back to play in Florida. You know, he's from Pensacola, and they're playing Tampa, Florida Gator. He was going back to Florida, man. Like it was something about those kids going back home. <laughs> they love to play. It's like Captain Planet, home. man. It's like the sun charges their battery a little extra. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? So as this season concludes, I, I think there is a lot of foundational pieces here. Yep. And, and Rogers is coming back and it's exciting. But with that being said, tough one for Jets fan base that was so excited mm-hmm. entering this year and then four plays in. They, Thought it was stolen for them because it's so wide open. Yeah, look right. at the field. Exactly. Who, who's the outside of Baltimore? Who you never know. They can get upset, right? They we've just anointed them after what we saw what they did San to Francisco. San Francisco. For the two games, yeah. Right before that, you know, nobody was looking for for Baltimore, right? Outside of that, who are you afraid of? Mm. Like you, you, if if Pittsburgh gets in, you're going against um, Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. You're going against Joe Flacco. <laughs> like like this was the year, yeah. right? And the fact that next year these teams are maybe going to patch up some of the holes that they have, right? So you, you look at that, right? Like you expect guys to draft You got better. Burrow out. Right. So Cincinnati kind of fell right. apart. Like Kansas like, City isn't what Kansas City's been. And, and just imagine next year you you expect a guy like Ben Johnson to be the head coach probably for probably Herbert. Yep. So now you got to deal with that offense. Yep. Yeah. It's like this was the year. It's wide open. Yep. Yeah. But, hey. Deshaun Watson's back next year. Yep. Yeah. Hey, 
the way Flacco's playing, you don't know, maybe he's starting <laughs> next year. Who knows? Um, well, fellas, Happy New Year. have really enjoyed it. Um, any thoughts entering this final weekend? You mentioned playoff ball. Um, who's most dangerous outside of Baltimore and San Francisco in each conference right now? Well, uh, I, I think the Rams. I think the Rams are dangerous. Yeah, nobody play, Nobody wants to play the Rams. Like you, they, the Rams went to Baltimore three weeks ago. They put up thirty-one points. Yeah. They lost on a you know overtime punt return. Like the Rams are playing great football, and the, you know the coach is a proven coach. The quarterback is one. They know what the postseason is about. They're, yeah. they're dangerous, and I would say like just I've just been watching Houston a lot. Like this defense, you know what it is? They're all castaways. Blake Cashman, mm -hmm. yeah. you know Sheldon, Sheldon Rankins, Rankins yeah. Yeah. like all these kids from other teams. Denzel Perriman's bounced around the league. Like, everybody is from some place. Jerry Hughes. But that D'Amico Ryan's got these guys, like, playing with their hair on fire. Yeah. Man. Like, if they, CJ's if not they win this week, if they go to India and win this week, like, I would say, and CJ just knows how to play. You know, I, that team, to me, looks hungry. Yeah. So, uh, two like, potential spoilers in the Houston Texans, the LA Rams. Well, well, what like, about you? I like the Lions. Okay. Of course you do. Just simply Motor because, just, just simply because they like pack your defense in your run game in the playoffs, mm. and they can run the ball. They're probably going to have two guys with a thousand yards rushing. Ross St. Brown is something. Laporta is something. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that Joe you know, Jameson Williams can just give you that splash play, he can give you that um, uh, Deshaun. Uh, what's it? The, the the kid from. Um, Philadelphia, Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. He can give you that Deshaun yeah. Jackson play, and that's just dangerous in the, in the playoffs. And um, Miami is scary to me, man. Like, because I think if they, if I think Miami would be scarier if they don't win the division, because nobody wants that as that matchup. But I have to go with Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland. I will go Cleveland mm -hmm. and Detroit to, okay. to give you one from each conference. So that's good call. Okay. Then quick thoughts on these guys. I mean, rapid fire. Garrett Wilson, ninety-three catches. Does he get to a hundred? Uh, I get, I get, I get him to ninety-eight. Baldy, unless you want to give him a couple of screen passes. I don't think they're going to like try to get him to a hundred. I mean, they're going to try to win the game. Well, of course. Yeah. But 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 look, he's the number one target, and so I mean, I could see him getting targeted yeah, nine, seven, ten times. He gets seven. Yeah, he got targeted. I think thirteen times last game. He's going to get targeted. Uh, Brees Hall, entering this game with nearly fourteen hundred yards from scrimmage. You think next year? You add Rodgers' equation. Bart said last week that 2,000 yards from scrimmage is definitely conceivable. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a dual threat like um, Roger Craig. But I, I think, you know, Ricky Waters, you know, I, but I, I think he should be at least at 1,300 to 1,400 yards annually rushing and 500 yards receiving. At least, I mean, if you're if you're giving him the workload that he deserves, and you know the boxes and, and the things are what they what they should be, when you think about um, Aaron Rodgers and people not really putting in the box and putting guys on islands on one on ones, but when they do do it, Aaron Rodgers will be able to get in the right play. Jermaine Johnson, you like that pairing with Quinn and Williams for years to come. We've seen Jermaine make such a yeah. big leap, big big jump, and it was all phases. It, it was against the run. It was against really good tackles. Um, he he's really obviously worked on his skill set. You know, his pass rush moves, understanding situational football. Like, he's just grown a great deal. He just needs and I would think, move, yeah. like, he could be a perennial Pro Bowl player 
you know, beginning next year. He just needs one more move. You know, I mean, he's still he's still walking off blocks, and that's just young stuff. You see it happen all the time. Guys, you know, instead of dealing with the block in front of him, they're peeking by around, and then they soften up. You know, but I hope that he's able to take a guy like McDonald and and be able to to mentor him on what he did to improve to the second season because he needs to bulk up maybe 10, 15 pounds as well, the same thing that Jermaine Johnson did. And now you have, you know, two young guys that you don't have to address their contracts for the next, you know, three years, right. which allows you to spend at other positions. You know, C.J. Mosley, restructure him. Who knows? You're going to have to make a, you know, a distinction between, you know, Whitehead on that end. But, you know. Bashan Davis. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ashton Davis is interesting because it took him a long time. He was a late bloomer. And sometimes late bloomers, you know, one year wonder, so to speak. And, you know, other people see you and you have to compete and bid for them. I don't know who the Jets are going to use the franchise tag on. There's nobody really worthy of that. You know what I mean? You thought maybe Becton, but Becton, you know, I don't know if you can do that with him and give him that type of money based on how he ended the season. Uh, maybe you, you, you can use a franchise tag on a guy like um, Huff or something to try and steal him for another year. Baldy, last word here. Is it important for this team, for this organization to end the streak in a game where no team is going to the postseason, but just, hey, just listen, let's it. put it. Just end it so you don't have yeah. to hear about it next year or the year after. Just end it. You know, whether Belichick's there or not. Like, this division game, division games are important. Like, just compete in your division. Win your division. So, I, I think it's important. That's how we're going to end it. Thanks, fellas.